0: What what about about What? It's about Hello and welcome to What It's About the podcast full of poorly strongly held and poorly researched opinions. <laughs> my name is Kyle. This is my co-host Claire. Hello. And we are happy to be here for another episode of what it's about. How are you today, Claire?
1: I'm very lovely. I've spent the day by the pool, got a little bit of sunburn, which is very bad, damaging to the old skin. But I'm a a little English rose, so about 15 minutes and I'm blistered like a sun-dried tomato.
0: I do not feel bad for you in any way. I spent the day in the office, so... Fuck you.
1: <laughs> Do you have that really horrible white office lighting that like hurts your eyes and makes you feel miserable on a sunny day?
0: No, we got these big windows. Oh, that's nice. So you we can... don't we don't have to turn the lights on in the office until about five o'clock, actually.
1: Oh, that's nice. And then you can watch all the people frolicking in the sunshine.
0: Actually, there's a there's a football pitch right right below us. And during the day, it's like little kids practicing. It's
1: so just screaming. And, uh, <laughs> we're, too, we're on the
0: 19th floor, so we, we don't hear them, but uh, it's quite amusing to watch sometimes.
1: Oh, bless. And how's your day been, apart from being stuck at work? Productive?
0: Uh, very productive, yeah.
1: Mm, mine has not been productive, but it has been delightful. Wonderful. Right. Sh-
0: should we kick it off?
1: Let's kick it off. Mm. Do you want to go first, or shall I go first? I'll go. Okay.
0: In the uh, in the sporty working out theme, mm-hmm. uh, this week it was revealed that um, Olympic runner Shelby Houlihan will not be in the Olympics this year um, because she tested positive for steroids.
1: Oh, didn't she blame it on chicken or something?
0: She blamed it on a pork burrito. She said that there was some, apparently some steroid in the burrito that she didn't know about.
1: I mean, either – got three options here, Kyle.
0: Number one, she's full of shit. What? Number, she's number two, shit. she's full of shit. And number three, she's full of shit.
1: So I'm going to go with, yeah, very much full of shit for number one. Number two, maybe her coach is drugging her and she doesn't know, but it seems very weird. Oh, I
0: didn't think about that.
1: Right? Like, what if her coach is like, this bitch ain't going to win unless she's jacked up and slipped A steroid into her burrito. But it seems like a weird way, like a protein (laughs) shake. I mean, you know, if you're going to do it. Uh, Number three, if that poor pig was full of enough steroids that it got killed, processed, cooked put in a burrito, and then it made her test positive. <laughs> this must be the most fucking jacked pig the world has ever seen.
0: Um, That's possible.
1: Let's go with number one full of shit. <laughs> 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 um, okay, you might know the answer to my, my first fun fact. Do you know what is the highest grossing video game of all time? Or video game franchise, I should say, actually.
0: Mm, the highest grossing? Mm-hmm. Uh, Mario, Pokemon. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah,
1: right. Apparently, it has a revenue of do about they, ninety million. Do they million.
0: include the uh, the cards?
1: Yeah, I think they must do. Okay. It says they they are the biggest um, video game, like biggest the the highest grossing video game and media franchise, like both individually. It's the highest grossing video game plus also the highest grossing media franchise. So I guess that includes the cards mm-hmm. of all time. It has a revenue of about 90, million, billion, 90 billion USD.
0: Mm. And, what it, the and fuck? it's uh, owned by Nintendo, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Mm. Crazy, right? Wicked. Um, so, uh, yeah, you know the streaming platform Twitch? I do. They recently banned two streamers. Who two of their very very well-followed streamers mm. who do ASMR live streams? Oh.
1: Oh, do better you know, ASMR. <laughs>
0: do you know what they were doing to get banned?
1: Please tell me.
0: They were licking their microphones. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, funny, but like is licking the microphone ban-worthy? If I lick the microphone now, Kyle. You probably wouldn't be chuffed, but would you, would you kick me off the podcast and or out of your house?
0: Um, I think, well, they have, <laughs> uh, Twitch has some rules about, you know, you can't do things that are what they call sexually suggestive,
1: um, which, is, I am yet which to, is not
0: a rule in my house. So.
1: <laughs> I'm yet really to come off come across ASMR that isn't sexually suggestive (laughs) in some way. (laughs)
0: Um, Well, I mean, this is a big deal on Twitch because there are lots of, like... I mean, I'm going to sound like an asshole saying this, but... um, they're the stereotype is like gamer girls who mm. like are playing video games or just chatting with their fans or whatever yeah but they're like in a bra and yoga pants and mm. like you know it, it's like a, a fine line between that and like a like a cam girl you know mm. uh because they you know they are making money on it and they you know people tip money and people donate money and um, so I could imagine that somebody
1: licking a microphone and whispering <laughs> in a seductive manner like this. This is how I get all the boys, Carla. I just speak to them like this. Um, yeah, I, I there are many. I have many problems with what you just said about Roger pants, but I think it's best if we just move on. Um, all right, we talked about Netflix a lot in our last episode. Mm. I've been doing the googling, um. You it's know nice.
0: That- it's nice that you Google things after <laughs> the episode is recorded.
1: You really piqued my interest.
0: <laughs> well, that's saying something, I guess.
1: So, one third of subscribers admit to sharing their passwords. So, you know, like you have Netflix and you let mm-hmm. me use the mm-hmm. account. Do you share your password? Do you probably use anyone else's? I don't subscribe to Netflix. Oh, my God. You wild card. Neither do I. Uh, my friend's mom does. <laughs> I yeah. use her account. <laughs> Thanks. really appreciate it. Um, so Linda pays my Netflix subscription, which is mm. great. Um, and they estimate that it costs them. Um, about 9 billion US dollars a year. Bullshit. I hate, I hate when companies say say that.
0: Because they, no, this is the same thing that record companies used to, used to do back in like the Napster days when they mm. would say that like piracy was robbing them of X billion dollars a a fucking second because, (laughs) because people were downloading music. It's like. That's only if you count every single person who ever touches a Netflix account as an individual paying user.
1: Well, this is where it got more interesting because the article I was reading was saying that Netflix were umming and ahhing about cracking down on it in March this year and then decided not to because they realized if they cracked down on it, it would increase their churn rate and it would actually cost them more than it would save them. Mm. Which, you know, that seems like some smart business to me. That makes sense, yeah. Hmm, There you go. All right. Next one.
0: Um, so a gallery in Shanghai um, pulled a video that was on uh, on display. I don't know how, if you put videos on displays in galleries. Oh,
1: yeah. Let's go with that.
0: Um, so they had a video on display that was a photographer had filmed various women in public mm. and scored them based on oh. their looks. And the video would just play... In order of the most beautiful women to the ugliest women at the end.
1: According to the artist.
0: According to the artist. I have <laughs> a
1: lot of questions. I really hope you've researched this. Right. One, where, what gallery?
0: Uh, I don't know.
1: Fuck. Okay. Two, what artist?
0: Uh, I also don't know,
1: man. I just read, <laughs> I just read the
0: headline. Come
1: on. Okay. Did these women know they were being filmed? Did they agree to being filmed? Probably not. Okay, I hate this dude. I hate his art. I hate everything he stands for. (laughs) I hate the gallery that fucking thought it was okay to put it up. Do you know, I get it all the time where people on the street will be taking pictures of me or videoing me. And it makes me lose my fucking mind. I always, without fail, will stop and will say, you know, in English, if it's a Westerner or in Chinese, if it's a Chinese person, delete that. Do not take a picture of me. Mm. Like, I did not give you permission to take a picture of me. Do not take a picture of me.
0: I mean, it, that's pretty par for the course for foreigners in China. Oh,
1: my God. But this is Shanghai. I'm like, yeah. I mean, there are so many foreigners here that it's really not acceptable. And the last time I did it um, pretty spectacularly was when I was in Sanya. And I'd had a pretty horrific day trouncing around this, I don't know, this like go water ski on an island that no one wants to be on kind of workplace mm-hmm. scenario. Um, and I was lying on the beach and I was... You know, just like chilling on like a sun lounger, minding my own business. And because I burn, I was wearing like a swimsuit with a T-shirt over the top and a giant hat. Yes, I probably look like a twat, but, you know, covered up, but on the beach. And this man stood right in front of me about two, literally two meters <laughs> from my feet and was like just brazenly filming me. And I like stood up and was like, what are you doing? He was like, uh, taking photos. And I was like, why? He was like, no, why? <laughs> I was, like, Can you stop? He was like, OK. I was, like, Can you delete those pictures? He was like. Yeah, sorry. Okay, bye. And left. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? And what's he gonna do those pictures when he goes home? Like print them out and be like, look at this, look at this person that wasn't on holiday with me on holiday.
0: Um so weird. No, I mean people do share. Okay. I'm not I'm not justifying it, but <laughs> but I do I do understand it because you know, we haven't talked about this before, but like China is 90% Han Chinese. Yeah. And one of the I won't say it's one of the draws, but like one of the interesting things for Chinese people who go to another city where they're, you know... Uh, like, if somebody's on vacation in Sanya and sees a bunch of foreigners there, like, that's something funny to them or that's mm. something interesting to or them. Or
1: noteworthy, I uh, guess. Noteworthy is, is the word. Noteworthy. Yeah. yeah,
0: exactly. So it's like, I don't think that they're like, oh, look at this chick that I saw in a bathing suit on the beach. I think they're just like, oh, I went to Sanya and I saw a fuck ton of foreigners. Look at all these pictures. Yeah. Um and I think, I think people, yeah, I don't know. I this think it just
1: wouldn't fly elsewhere in the world and I'm not comfortable with it.
0: Yeah, of course not. Mm.
1: Anyway, sorry for that little ramble. Um, the, we done?
0: We're done.
1: Ding, ding, ding. I like the ding noise you use. <laughs>
0: ding. <laughs> it's a, it's a boxing bell actually
1: it? Yeah. I always thought it was, you know, those like at hotels, you have the ding, but you know, if you touch it, you're the biggest cunt that's ever came <laughs> into the hotel. But I, every time I look at it and I'm like, oh, I want to ding the dinger, but don't you dare ding the dinger, but I want to <laughs> ding the dinger. I thought it was that. Could we switch it up one week and use a hotel ding? Just...
0: Uh, uh Sure, I'll look for one.
1: Yeah, that would make me... I, I would assume it would sound the same to the untrained ear. <laughs> Right, moving on.
0: Yeah, let's do the main okay. segment.
1: Today's main segment. This is going to make you annoyed and then I'm going to get annoyed at me because I'm not going to remember all the things I want to tell you, but I've got so many things and I tried to take notes, but they're all illogical because my brain. Um. So we're going to talk about in this book called Invi- Invisible Women. Um, it's by Caroline Criado Perez and she's a British woman. She's a writer. She's fucking kick ass. She's an activi- activist. She does all this great stuff. Um, and she basically wrote a whole book about uh, gender data bias, or she calls it the gender data gap, uh, which is basically saying that there just isn't really enough data ever conducted about women ever, which makes us essentially invisible in society. And this is something that impacts me all the time. And I'm as I'm reading this book, I realize it impacts me way more than I ever thought it did. So I'll like read a new chapter and I'll be like... Oh, shit. That's why. Like, do you know, I, asked your, I literally asked Carl's wife when I arrived today. Um, I was like, can you text with one hand? She was like, no. Like, awkwardly, my phone's too big. I have super big hands, so I can text with, with one hand. And I've always wondered why girls do that super annoying thing where they hold the phone and then they do the tappy-tappy with both thumbs. I'm like, what's wrong with you? Just use your phone like a normal human. Isn't that how most people text? Their, their hands I, are too small to I hold the phone. I text with phones. two thumbs. Do you have quite small hands? You're quite feminine, I don't quite think delicate. So. And anyway, sorry, I. but this is like a thing that impacts a lot of women: is that phones are too big to hold or too big to put in your pocket? Because you know how I feel about pockets. Um, I'm a big fan of them, and a lot of women's clothing doesn't have them. And if you do, they're minuscule. And I had never really thought about it until I was reading this book about it, and I'm like, oh shit! And you know, Apple has said that phones are designed for the 50th percentile male. Not anyone else, mm. which seems like a bit of a gap in the market. And I was like, oh, well, if Apple are doing it, you know, they've probably figured out that, that that's the way to do it. But basically, there are no other high end Apple products that are smaller. So there's the market isn't being tested at all. So it's like this kind of gap that's there. Mm-hmm. Um, and she talks about at length, but I can see you grinning. Go on, make <laughs> points. You've got, got shit to say.
0: Just buy another phone.
1: But what? There's nothing. What's small, what is smaller? They there came are, out.
0: There are smartphones of all shapes and sizes. But I
1: want an iPhone. Well. Like, so do you.
0: I don't have an iPhone.
1: Do you not? Do you want one?
0: No, I don't.
1: <laughs> but you have everything, Apple. I'm looking at your Mac right now.
0: I use an Android.
1: Why? Anyway, think, look. I like it better. <laughs> this is not the point. I want an Apple but it's fine for me but for a lot of people they like literally can't hold them.
0: You could buy they have smaller phones.
1: They have the like SE which they bought out but then swiftly discontinued and didn't update.
0: There is a there is a small iPhone in the lineup.
1: There's there's literally not. Not that's like one of the modern ones don't exist. Okay. <laughs>
0: I, I think you're. I think you're wrong. But
1: okay. Um, but the most interesting thing, you know, again, I'm saying this affects people every day. Like literally today at the gym, I went to sit behind a chest press machine, and I can't fit behind it without having to wedge it up first because it's not designed for someone with boobs. It's designed for someone without. Them. Okay. <laughs> so there's like loads of stuff that you're like that for me now. I'm like oh. Like, this doesn't work for me. And now I understand why, because it wasn't designed for me in mind. But the most shocking stuff I've been reading about is, like, the health stuff and the safety stuff. So the safety one, there's, like, a really big one, which is to do with car safety. Do you know Mm -hmm. all car crash test dummies are male?
0: (sighs) I have, I have no way to verify these things that you're telling me.
1: No. Um, it's in this book. I'll lend it to you later. Um, and she's done a lot of, of you what, know, due what diligence. Makes a,
0: what makes a crash test dummy male or female? Okay.
1: So they're, they're designed to mimic human bodies as much as humanly possible so that if you have a crash... It's as good a replication as you can possibly get. And they use it to determine how safe a car is. So it's everything from the density of the body to do with like muscle mass, Mm -hmm. the thickness of the neck, the weight, the height, the size, how the seat is positioned in the car to do with whether or not your feet can reach the pedals, your distance from the airbag. Like it's pretty huge. Mm -hmm. So women are in a car accident 47% more likely to be seriously injured. And I can't remember the exact number, but it's nearly 20% more likely to die. Like, what the fuck?
0: And you think that's because of the crash test dummies?
1: I think it's part of it.
0: Not because women are worse drivers.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think it's very likely. So then in 2015 in the EU, they were like, oh, we should probably make a woman one. But they didn't. They just made a slightly (laughs) smaller man. So like, she doesn't have tits. Which has a massive impact on how the your seatbelt fits. Mm. So if you have boobs, it is basically impossible to wear a seatbelt correctly. Yeah. Because it doesn't sit on your neck right because of yeah. your tits. Like you can't argue it. It's just like true. Watch any woman get in a car. Um also one third more like so one third more likely to get whiplash because of the way seatbelts fit mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. That like, makes sense. Yeah, it's just like big stuff like this. Um You know, the average woman in the UK is five foot three. So you're going to need to sit really close to the steering wheel because that's how you like depress the pedals. But in a lot of car manuals, they say that having the car seat like close enough to be able to push the pedals. If you're five foot three or under makes the car unsafe to drive. Mm. So what do you do if you're under five foot three? Most people under five foot three are women. Mm. Just take the bus.
0: You put those blocks on your shoes.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right. Radical thought. Why don't they make the pedicle pedals? Why don't they make the pedals come closer to the seat instead of the seat coming closer to the pedals?
0: Uh, I think that's a question for Elon
1: Musk. Right. Like that seems like a massive flaw to me. There. So I'm like, is this a conspiracy where really all can- car <laughs> manufacturers just want women to be dead, or? Is there something radically wrong here? Like, why is this not being changed? Like, I'm very confused. And this, like, information, people know that this is a thing, that it, like, doesn't happen. That,
0: that is interesting. I think that, um, I think that probably... Do you think that maybe women just don't like to take surveys?
1: So this is what I was wondering. Like, is it that women do less surveys... Do we put ourselves forward less? But what I think it really is, is that the default human is a man human. Mm -hmm. And probably most people that work in automotive industries are blokes. I mean, I've got no data to back that up. Let's take a wild Mm -hmm. leap. Um, And I think they just don't think about it.
0: Well, I think that... I don't think that it's like... I don't think that it's missing from the data. I think that... Probably people are just kind of generalizing when they're when they're making all of these things. So, like mm. you said about Apple, where they they're designing it for the 50th percentile. Yeah, like uh, average man. Um, I'm not. I'm not sure. That's. Uh, I mean, I don't know where you got that uh, that fact from. This book. Uh, oh, okay. It's like they are. They're just trying to average people together. And it's not that women aren't in in the equation. I think it's just that like somehow the average is working out differently if you're looking at it from the male perspective than you are from the female. Like the 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 seatbelt and boobs thing is like a is like an interesting thing because I'm sure people, I'm sure the manufacturers looked at, uh you know looked at average height, looked at average weight, looked at you know average I don't know fucking width and mm. and, and girth <laughs> <laughs> Good. Uh,
1: weighty titness I believe uh, is the direct <laughs> the actual scale <laughs> um and
0: so like I'm sure they considered all those measurements but it's like somehow in when you're taking all these averages you're like not considering that like there are, a large number of people who just won't be, who won't be within that at all.
1: Yeah. And I think you can't design every, like every single individual thing cannot be tailored for individuals because that's not how mass manufacturing works. I get that. So that's what I was kind of thinking. And then I got further into the chapter and this is where I almost, I was like, maybe there is a conspiracy, maybe, you know, BMW wants me to just be dead. Um, in the EU in 2015, they introduced a new regulation which said that cars must, so there are like five safety tests cars must pass. Don't know what they are, but mm-hmm. one of them is, you know, the old crash test dummy test. And they were like, for one of these five, you must use a female crash test dummy, even though she's not, she's just a small dude. Um, but you only have to use it for one of five and she only needs to be in the passenger seat.
0: Hmm.
1: So what are you now saying that? Wait, what? (laughs) It is
0: kind of funny that they that they actually went and put the regulation in, but but
1: but like badly, well
0: short, yeah.
1: And that was in that law came into effect, or that regulation. I don't, I don't think it's a law in 2015, and has not been changed. So it means that cars are less safe for me to drive than they are for you to drive because of my gender because it's not being tested properly. Like, why aren't they like making? female crash test dummies and testing them there's also no um uh, and this mm, i can sort of understand why but there's not any crash test dummies or any single seat belt manufactured specifically for pregnant women Mm. Uh, being pregnant is kind of a big deal women tend to do it a lot Mm -hmm. and it's also pretty important for Mm -hmm. the continuation of the human race um and this woman talk, was talking about this uh, in a podcast I was listening to this afternoon, where she was being interviewed by someone that, like, wasn't super convinced about a lot of the stuff she said in the book. So she was on the defensive, but it was, it was very interesting to hear where they kind of picked holes. And they were like, actually, you know, we found a seatbelt on Amazon you can buy. It's an, an extender clip thing, and it's, you know, then it's, it's for pregnant women. And she was like, yeah, I've seen that. I looked at how they tested it. They tested it on male crash test dummies so like nope no proof that it actually works at all and I just find that so shocking and I'm like why aren't people outraged why has this not been changed how is this still allowed now why are big car companies allowed to do it like do people not know this is a best selling book people know
0: yeah I don't know I don't know I wonder I I mean I was joking about Elon Musk earlier but Mm. I wonder if uh, because that's the that's kind of like the thing for Teslas yeah. is that they're customizable in eight bajillion different ways. So I wonder I wonder if like Teslas, if there are like optimizations for for female drivers
1: mm.
0: and that like they have different, um, you know, different size pedals or yeah. different different shaped seatbelts or, or something like that. I, I somehow I doubt it, but.
1: I mean it would be interesting like if I was if I was you know going to buy a Tesla and I was told do you want the normal Tesla or do you want one that has an airbag specifically d- designed for women's bodies it'll cost 10 grand more I'm like oh I definitely like the one I'm less likely to die in mm. you know I would immediately choose but if no one's like, like no they one, couldn't
0: make it cost more money, though. That's definitely <laughs> illegal. I feel
1: like they could. I mean, well, it's not illegal to not test it or sell it or manufacture it. So, but you know, if there was, if you could opt for uh, this is designed for women, it's not just pink. It's pink and it was it's safer for you. I would one hundred percent go for that.
0: Um, so, going back to the phones for a second, mm. um, it's interesting to me. Because I don't I don't think you want the product that you're talking about.
1: So I was thinking about this as I walked over. I think products that are designed based on a gender bias get a load of shit talk because mm. I think often they're done really, really crappily. Which is let's have like a female focused, so therefore like soft romantic, you're a woman advertising campaign. Mm-hmm. Let's make it pink or glittery and then let's not actually change the product at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's why a lot of gender-based stuff, and they're like, this is for girls. I'm like, I hate you. Um, but I think if I was, again, at the gym today, I, I couldn't fit behind the frigging chest press machine. Right, right, right If right, they were right. like, we have uh, this one here, which is, like, you know, this is designed for men, or this one which has you know, bowed handles is designed for women. Or oh, no, actually, even then, like, why isn't just the one with bowed handles default? Because both genders could use it.
0: Okay, but here's the but here's the thing: is that that machine has to be optimized for one for one. Like, they're only making the machine in one size. Mm. That that's it. They're making it in one size. Yeah. And you are you are not their you are not their target customer there. Mm. And, and it's, you know, some of that, like a lot of this comes down to economics. They can, they can make workout machines that would be optimized for, you know, a woman with large breasts, but like how many,
1: but (laughs) but how many,
0: but again, we're talking about averages. They're making Mm. one machine and that's not their average user. But so, if they
1: changed it so women could use it, but it didn't impact men using it at all, why would you not do that? Did
0: you use the machine?
1: I did, but it was a fucking struggle. Like, so it was I annoying. Think, so
0: I think they made it so you could use it, but you're, you're not their optimal but customer.
1: Again, in the end, I ended up talking to my friend that I was with, and she was like, yeah, that machine sucks. Let me show you a different way of doing this, which means you use free weights, which is, you know, more dangerous and more difficult. But I don't understand why if you could Create something that could be used by both genders. Why wouldn't you? You're doubling your market. That just seems like bad business. They are
0: not doubling their market, though.
1: But they potentially no,
0: are. No, they are only costing themselves more money. But literally,
1: I, I will won't use that machine again.
0: But are you? But I'm st-
1: not the person that stocks the gym.
0: <laughs> are you still going to belong to that gym?
1: Yeah. I I
0: mean, literally what you're the changes you're talking about can only cost them money, cost the manufacturers money, cost the gym Mm. money. Now they have a women's only
1: chest press machine that gets used. if it was if it became both genders. So all you'd have to do is change the shape of the bars so they were curved instead of flat and you could still have flat grips. It wouldn't actually impact men at all. It would just mean I could use it. It would give me an extra option.
0: I am not an engineer, but I, uh, the, I, I, people think about these things. They have to,
1: man. But I don't think they do. That's kind of the whole point mm. is I think the default is so usual to be swayed to men that people don't think about it. Back to like the tech thing we were talking about earlier. This... Hold
0: on. Let me just say one thing about the phones again is that you could buy a smaller phone if you wanted to.
1: Not an iPhone.
0: Uh, what a, whatever man mm. like uh, you know and in this case like you know you couldn't buy uh, how how can I say it okay so Apple doesn't make a what an <laughs> iPhone iPhone X Y. <laughs>
1: That's funny. You should write to them. (laughs) Um, We'll have to at Steve Jobs. By the way, is he dead? I never remember which one's dead. Steve Jobs is dead. (laughs) Rest in peace.
0: Um, No, but like, and again, I don't think you want the product that you're talking about. If they made a product that was, what, taller and thinner? Like, you know. Well, if, yeah, not if necessarily screen... taller,
1: just a bit, like, not so big. These ones aren't, the one I have now, I have a 10, isn't so bad. But do you remember the ones they made that were the gargantuan? Yes. They were quite funny, actually. They still make
0: those. And look, how many, how many women buy those phones? I could not tell you. Probably half. Probably half of those phone sales go to women. I'd
1: like to research that because I highly doubt it because of how impractical they are.
0: Okay, but a lot of a lot of women still buy those big mm. phones. And they, they know what what the size of, you know, they know what texting feels like. Mm. And again, it's not an Apple product, but you can go buy any phone you want. They have smartphones in all shapes and sizes. They even have ones that fold in half now.
1: They they seem ridiculous. (laughs) Like, sorry,
0: no. (laughs) Uh, But like, I don't... One, I don't think you want the product that you're arguing for. Mm. And two, if you really did, then I think you would just have already bought a different phone.
1: So I think with tech... And maybe yes, maybe no to the phone. Again, I have really big, like freakishly big hands, so it doesn't directly impact me. So maybe it's kind of a dumb thing for me to be talking about. But I think most people, like the majority of people that work high up in big tech companies are dudes. Um, And you look at tech investors, like, you know, venture capitalists, venture capitalists, the majority of them are dudes. There is loads of data, which I do not have. Uh, on me, that says that you are more likely to be invested in if you are a tech company that is run by a dude. Yes. Which means innovation is perpetually male-driven. And all the people that you're surrounded by, all the people you're workshopping with, talking to, you know, thinking about as you create a product, are predominantly blokes.
0: Especially in the tech world.
1: And tech is, like, really skewed. And the best example of this ever, um, not the best example, I take that back, a good example of this is when Apple came out with their... What's it called? The Apple Health. Yeah, it's just called Health. You know, the the white one with the the little red heart. It's one the of app. the
0: watches or? No,
1: it's the Apple Health app, which came out. Okay. Um, and it was it's installed on all your iPhones. I don't use it, but it's installed on my phone. Like it, it just comes automatically. And they invented this and they were like, this will replace all health apps that possibly exist in the market. We have eradicated it. Syncs up with the Apple Watch if you've got one. It tells you your heart rate. It tells you how much you sleep. You can track your calories. You can literally track the amount of copper you intake on a daily basis. Hmm. How the fuck does one even, you know, like what? Who tracks their copper? You know, that's Hmm. so bizarre. But when they first launched it, didn't have a period tracking function. Hmm. And I don't know any women my age who do not use an app to track their period. Mm. And they were like, this is a full, complete health app that will take care of all your health needs and replace everything out in else in the market. And then people were like, yo, what about what about Aunt Flow dude? And they were like, oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and then they really quickly were like, ugh. And they had to, you know, they had to go away and develop the function, mm-hmm. figure out how it worked. I think they actually bought out. Figure a sm- out how a
0: period works. <laughs>
1: well, I don't think anybody knows. <laughs> Not at Apple. But they had to like, I think they even bought like a small, uh, like a period app and like integrated the team. Okay. Because they were like, shit, like we just didn't think of it. Uh-huh. And I honestly think that a lot of this stuff I've been reading about, you know, and it's everywhere it's in it's in tech it's in safety it's in public transport it's in like political systems it's in like decisions that are made and it's so like ingrained and i don't think people are doing it on purpose i don't think dudes are like you know what let's just fuck with women because we can (laughs) i just think they don't think and we're shut out of the big rooms where the big conversations happen. you know what
0: it reminds me of
1: tell me kyle is (laughs) (laughs) i can just i'm already annoyed at you (laughs)
0: Uh, no, this one you can relate to a little bit also, um, is that as foreigners in China, we don't have a Shun Fun yeah.
1: which,
0: which is the Chinese ID mm-hmm. and the Chinese ID number is like 16 digits or 18 digits or yeah. something. And there are so many apps that require you to register with your Chinese ID number. Mm-hmm. And it's like, they just, nobody thinks that there could be possibly somebody using this app that is not a Chinese citizen and doesn't have one of these numbers. Yeah. And it's just close to you. And it's just close to you. And like important tax apps.
1: You're like, I need this. And they're like, Like
0: really important things that you just can't use as a foreigner. And of course, every time, you know, it's kind of a joke, but like every time I see one of these things, I'm like, oh, this is, this app is fucking racist. You know, they, Mm. they don't want foreigners using it, but it's, it is kind of, it is kind of like that. Yeah. The the analogy is there where it's like the, you know, everybody developing, everybody testing, everybody who was in their use case Mm. was Chinese person and nobody ever thought, oh, I only, you know, I need to include a spot for a passport number, which is half the number of digits. Yeah. And then – you know when when somebody's like oh you know this is blocked off for foreigners because you can't do this one simple thing Yeah. and then they're like oh well that's only about 1% of our customer base so fuck it
1: yeah like who cares
0: um you know it's a, it is a bit like that but mm. i think the what you're talking about obviously has much larger ramifications mm. i i think also um i think it was john oliver last week tonight did a did an episode about Uh, medicine.
1: Yeah, that was literally the next thing I was going to talk to you about.
0: And how like a lot of a lot of medical, not a lot of a majority of medical test subjects are men. Mm -hmm. And how that might shape the different data that we get about the human body and the way people react to medicine and things like that.
1: Um, So yeah, women are generally not used as test subjects in medical trials. Um, and apparently there was a study that came out in the, what was conducted in the EU in 2017, and I don't know who by, says in the book, I have the, the best, literally the best quote I've probably ever read in the world to go with this. Hang on, let me read it to you. It says, women's bodies were considered as very difficult and costly as their irregular hormones make them difficult subjects. (laughs) Cool fucking story, bro. It's my life. Like, are you joking? (laughs) <laughs> uh, <laughs> but then we prescribe the same thing, but it impacts our bodies really differently because there's there are more biological differences between men and women than you know dick and vag. Mm. Like, I, I think there's a little bit bigger than that. Um, what did? It, were there any like key points John Oliver brought up that you found really interesting?
0: Oh man, this episode was uh, was quite old now.
1: Mm.
0: Um, I think it was mostly about about medicine. Mm. Like, about, like, medication, I mean.
1: Yeah. So one of the things about, med- about like, med- like, medical testing is that often people go to human trials and test a medicine on a group of dudes. And it doesn't have the effect they want. And they're like, oh, okay. But it has a side effect, which is, you know, not always, but sometimes uh, it has a side effect. And they're like, oh, shit, this fixes another problem. And the most famous case of this is Viagra. It was created as a heart medicine
0: mm-hmm. um,
1: and then they discovered it gives you a massive boner and they were like, fucking <laughs> win, let's take this to the bank. Um, but because medicines aren't tested on women, we we don't find like lucky side effects like that for us.
0: Mm, interesting.
1: It doesn't work that way. And then obviously all the health risks, there's a, a big part of so this. So what
0: you're saying is you want to take Viagra and see what happens. I <laughs>
1: want a lady boner and I don't know why I don't have one now. This is the question. Um, it's not, they're still unsure if Viagra actually has a medical impact on women or not. They're like, don't really know, haven't done the test. Um, which is like the point of the whole book, like haven't done the fucking test, don't know. Um, but things with heart rate, uh, what are they called? Um, pacemakers, you know, they electrocute your heart. So men and women need their pacemakers set to a different rate because our hearts beat slightly differently. Right. Um, But they didn't figure this out for fucking ages. And women kept dying. And they're like, why aren't these pacemakers working? It's because they only tested them on men. I'm like, before you give me a drug or implant a medical device, you should probably have tested it on women. Mm -hmm. Surely. But a lot of the problem, and I listened to an interview with this woman today uh, that wrote this book. um, And she says a lot of the problems she had researching the book is that a lot of the answers she was getting was data unavailable. Because it was stuff is generally stuff, you know, whatever is generally tested on men, not tested on women. And she was like, How do you write a book and just say uh, data unavailable? That isn't a book, that's you know, two words. But that was like often the case that she ran up against again and again and again was just there isn't enough available data about how stuff impacts women, and healthcare is a massive part of that, yeah. So this is a random one. Um, if you're, are you done? Do you have any more like health stuff?
0: No, I have very little to add to this conversation, to be honest.
1: <laughs> Thank you for listening and saying, <laughs> occasionally going breasts in a very serious manner. <laughs> uh, from now on, you're only allowed to refer to them as melones. <laughs> <sighs> um, so this one, I don't know how I feel about this. And I think you're going to have opinions. Um, this is a thing they did in, in Sweden. Right. Sweden loves uh, research and Sweden is very uh, forward thinking in terms of like gender. So the Swedish government every year does a gender biased, focused analysis of all of its public policies, mm. which means it kind of slaps their feminism goggles on and goes, is this right? Is it working? And which in itself is like amazingly progressive. If Imagine if you had a government pol- like a government organization that every year looked at all policies and went is this gender bias or is it neutral because if it's gender bias either way mm-hmm. we need to address somehow maybe we need to add in an, another policy to run alongside it or you know neutralize it um they came up with one and it's to do with snow plowing which is fucking bizarre okay um and it's to do with how men and women commute so men generally do uh, Like, again, hashtag not all men, but speaking in like general terms, so I am like very massively like grouping people. Men generally go to work in the morning, come home from work in the evening, and that is their average work day. They take two journeys, and it's A to B, B to A. Very simplistic. The majority of men drive to work, um, and that is their only journey. The majority of women, were not doing the same type of commute. They were doing something called, it's called like trip chaining. So it basically means that you leave the house, drop the kids at school, go to check on your mom, go to work, go to the grocery store, go to the bank, and then go home. Mm -hmm. So you're doing loads and loads of different trips. But also, a lot of women do not have full-time jobs because they are also doing childcare, looking after elderly people. You know, like, it's a fact that women generally do more child-rearing and, like, labor in the house, um, and Sweden was having massive issues with loads, it snows a lot because it's bloody cold, with loads of people slipping and falling on the pavements and getting injured and it was predominantly women and the elderly. So they decided to flip the way that they were going to snowplough and instead of first snowplowing the like major road arteries and then snow ploughing the smaller roads, and then snow ploughing the pavements. They were going to do the other way around and do pavements first, then smaller roads, then the major arteries. Because it's easier for a man making two journeys a day to drive in a foot of snow than is a woman making seven trips to push a buggy on a pavement Mm, in a foot of snow. And they flipped it round, and they saw something like a 70% decrease in the amount of people going to A&E, with um, icy condition-related injuries.
0: Oh, that's cool. It
1: saved them a fortune. That's cool. I have no idea how that impacted business because you would assume that if men are the ones having you know, full-time jobs, men are the ones commuting into big cities, obviously they're earning more, more money, being taxed more. I don't know. But I know that they did this test, you know, they flipped, flipped it around ages ago, and it's still like that because it works, apparently.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Cool. Isn't um, that mad that y- it's like... It's in everything.
0: Yeah, um, I do have one story that will annoy the shit out of y'all.
1: Okay, let me take a big sip of water. First.
0: <laughs> um, so I'm ready. Uh, NASA was planning a all women um, mm-hmm. an all women space trip. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I know
1: this story, but it, tell it anyway. It's really good.
0: <laughs> and so they were going to have like a space walk, and I think it was uh, four or five women. Um, that we're gonna do an all-women spacewalk. Mm. Um, and they like they they picked the astronauts, they announced the program, they trained these people, they did all the stuff, and then they had to cancel it because they didn't have enough spacesuits for the women to wear, because the the women's spacesuits and the men's spacesuits were are different, and they just literally didn't have enough for women because there's always like there's always like a woman, like a
1: token woman, yeah, on, the, <laughs> on the
0: trip, and they, uh, there's a
1: token woman, and it there's takes, a token black guy. <laughs> there's a pet dog. We don't know why. And then there are five white dudes that do the work. And
0: it takes so long in uh, in like research and development and production and everything to make one of these spacesuits that they just had to cancel the entire program. And they're like, sorry, the <laughs> the woman spacewalk is canceled.
1: See, okay, I have another. Because r-
0: they couldn't find
1: anything to wear. <laughs> (laughs) and I bet they wouldn't have given them fucking pockets either Um, another good one is there was a woman going to space um, and she was going to space for like three months or something I can only half remember this story so all the numbers are going to be wrong she's going to space for a short amount of time three months let's say Um, and NASA were like will 1000 tampons be enough (laughs) but this is like a genuine actual thing that happened will 1000 tampons she was like what am I doing with that? <laughs> like, does, <laughs> what? Sorry, 1,000 tampons. <laughs> yeah, it's just bizarre. I think I think that gender bias is so ingrained in every single thing we do. We don't even think about it. And I utilize it all the time. I arrived to your house and I was like, need man help. Help me fix my car key. Can't open it. Can't put new battery in. You do it. I don't want to. <laughs> and you were like, okay.
0: Um...
1: <laughs> Do you know what? This is a really this is a big like I'm a feminist, uh, but um, I got a new watch, mm-hmm. and I was it, you know it was a Casio classic, um, very nineties digital. Are you it? I'm not wearing it. I wish I was. Okay. It, it's a great fucking watch, and I, I love it. Uh, water resistant, it has a timer. It's great, um, and it's brand new, and it's it's got like a metal linky goes around your wrist thing, and I couldn't figure out how to make it smaller, and I really wanted to wear it. So I took it to a dinner party where I know there were a load of dudes, and I was like, "I need man help. I can't make my watch fit." And I gave it to the blokes to figure out. And literally, there were like five of them that spent like fifteen minutes staring at my watch. And one of them came over and was like, "Here you go, Missy. Fits perfect now." And I was like, "Thank you so much." Uh, and they fixed it for they me. They took a
0: link out, or
1: no, they I just ad- adjusted it somehow. I don't know okay. what they did. Carl, it fits me now. Um, so I am quite guilty of sometimes using gender bias in my favor. I'm like, I want to do this. Mm. I like. Like, I did not carry the chair I'm sat on down your stairs. I didn't even offer. It. I just waited for you to do it. <laughs> I wasn't doing it. I could fall. It's dangerous. I used coconut oil in the shower today. My feet are slippy. <laughs> so I acknowledge it. I think there are times when I benefit, but, like, apparently never when I drive. I'll die. You know, we've we got to adjust <laughs> here, surely.
0: Um, uh, you got anything else to add?
1: No. Not really. Um, There's more shit I could go on about, but I think I've made the biggest points.
0: Yeah, that's uh, that's cool. Cool, uh, nice topic. Uh, that's uh, very interesting.
1: Okay, The last segment, my new favorite thing ever, and I think about it all week, is the dumbest thing you've heard all week. Kyle, do you have something dumb for me? Um, Is is it from Reddit?
0: uh, I had one, and it is from Reddit. Um, It was a tattoo that said, Scooby-Doo taught us that the real monsters were always human.
1: Oh, that's quite poignant. (laughs) (laughs) Where was that tattooed?
0: Um, This is... (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> like, that feels like, you know, a sort of weird poster that you'd find in, in like the hallway of a hospital and you're like, that's fucking daunting. Um, like, What's that
0: telling me? Uh, so this was posted in the subreddit, A-T-G-B-E, uh, awful taste but great execution. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I,
1: I wish I was in that. I wish I did read it.
0: Um, and actually, this is a full Scooby-Doo mural across a man's chest. And Super. in the corner
1: it says that. <laughs> okay, I think you win. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's pretty spectacular. So the dumbest thing I've heard a week, I had a couple squirreled up and then it's just been astoundingly beaten by a woman I overheard at the gym today who very earnestly turned to her friend and said, can you get fat if you only eat light food? Mm. like not heavy food but light food mm, like popcorn popcorn rice crackers <laughs> crisps
0: uh yes you can
1: <laughs> like, how can it make you heavy if it's not heavy
0: i'm not a doctor but i'm pretty confident in my answer
1: yeah so that's very good and then um i've been thinking also about like historic stupid things that have been said to me um and one of my favorites is i once had a friend who was british who lived here in shanghai And she lived here for about three years at this point. We're talking, she was changing jobs. We're talking about, you know, where do you want to go next? Are you going to stay in Shanghai? What are you going to do? And I said, oh, have you ever thought about living in Hong Kong? I think it would really suit you. And she went, "Mm, yeah, the problem is I really don't want to learn to speak Japanese. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) She, like, she lived in China. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) And I, I think about that about once every two weeks. And this happened like four years ago. <laughs> Good friend of mine, though. I'll tell her to listen to the podcast. <laughs>
0: um, all right. I think that's enough dumb shit for this week.
1: It's the wrap. It's a gender bias wrap.
0: Thank you for listening to What It's About. Uh we are your hosts, Kyle and Claire. You can send us an email at what it's about pod at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at what it's about pod. Or you can visit our website. Uh, the website isn't that interesting, it's just all the episodes. Uh but you can go and listen to all our old episodes. That's whatit'sabout.fun.
1: Um and do like and subscribe and, and follow it and tell your friends but mainly if you're british um, because we currently have a lot more american listeners than we do british ones and i'd really like to just up
0: when do you the want british to do the next rate. stats reveal
1: um, episode 20, obviously.
0: All right, rock Silly
1: question. So come on, British people. Just just tell a friend. Um,
0: Not an American one. Uh, music this week. Uh, our intro song is Retro Electro by Mario Cole. Other music from... Uh, Ashutosh Mati- Music. Ashutosh Music, Mativ, and uh, Whataboy. Actually, uh, Whataboy's got a new track out that I just heard on uh, my Spotify uh, new music playlist this week. So uh, shout out to what a Boy for making his music royalty free. Free, so Aww. we can use it in the podcast.
1: Aw, that's really nice.
0: Um and uh that's it. We'll see you next week folks.
1: Um, is all of our music by Men Kyle? Uh we might have to adjust. I like it when the cat wants to join the podcast. <laughs> I feel that she knows when we're doing a good episode. She's like, let me the fuck in. <laughs> Time for my internet theme. <laughs>